Hello, residents of Meeple Town. This is Dean. Johnny Pumpkin Spice Latte. And today we are going to be finishing up our top 50 games of all time, looking at 10 <sighs> through 1. We did it. So thanks for joining us for episode 111. All right, residents of Meeple Town, if you were here right now, you would see Dean with orangish beige clothes on from head to toe. And he's got his flannel, and it's orange and beige, like I said. He's got some brown boots on, and he has a brown hipster hat. You know why? Mm, it's fall. It's fall. It's fall. And it's not fall, actually. Well, eh, well actually, it's not fall. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Were you the one that posted the meme about it's fall time and they had the pumpkins everywhere and all that stuff? I don't think so. Oh, I did. When you say post, are you talking about like... Send it to us or something like that? All the memes I have, I send to you and Matt pretty much. Okay. Well... (sighs) I I did not send that one though. Now that's a problem because I don't... I, I was hoping that you did. I didn't want to spoil. So whenever I dress Dean up or whatever, I do that, you know. Before mm-hmm. the show starts, I literally dr- put his clothes on him. And whoops. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Yikes. That was perfect timing. You were drinking a drink of that coffee there. <laughs> um, but I don't like, I kind of like to blindside him. So I didn't ask him, hey, were you the one that posted that? But basically, it was like, it was a meme and had something to do with, you know, as soon as the first leaf hits the ground, this is what Tennesseans or southerners or something do and it had pumpkins everywhere you know um cornucopias everywhere it had lattes in the hands pumpkin pies laying around so here's my question before we get into board game stuff how much do you get excited about the taste of fall meaning are you one of those persons that says the pumpkin spice latte is in I can't wait to go get it. Yeah, I think we've talked about this before. I think we have. Maybe. I don't know if we talked about it on the show. I was actually just talking about this the other day. I get sucked into this, John. Mm-hmm. It's it's funny because I always want to try all these new pumpkin spice things. Like yeah. pumpkin spice Cheerios, pumpkin spice Frosted Flakes, okay. pumpkin spice coffees, and rarely do I like any of them. But every year, I fall for it. <laughs> I mean... I am the I am the target audience for somebody walking through the grocery store and seeing something pumpkin spice and being like, "Ooh, let me try that." And then it's <laughs> and then it's awful. Always, always awful. So, so you do get excited. So that's the answer. Yes, but then you get let down. Yep. Yeah, I would wow. say so. I would say so. I'm more excited these days about the monster cereals that came out. Yeah. Did we talk about this last week, the the monster cereals? Nope. We've never talked about this. Booberry, Frankenberry, Count Chocula, and then the re-release of Fruit Brute this year. Are they out for good or just for the season? No, it's always seasonal these days. But they haven't released Fruit Brute in years. You ever had Fruit Brute? Have you had any of those before? Yes, but not that one. Okay. Fruit Brute might be my new fave. What is it like? Fruity Pebbles? It's like cherry flavored. So Frankenberries like strawberry flavored, mm-hmm. blueberries, blueberry, as you can imagine. <laughs> Count Chocula is chocolate. Wow. Fruit Brute is a cherry flavor, and it's it's pretty good. I like it. I like it a lot. I don't eat cereal. We've already had the cereal discussion. We did a poll. Do adults eat cereal? 
Oh, do they? Remember that was a whole muesli or whatever? <laughs> I remember now. And I think I said I don't usually muesli. eat sugary cereals. I know. I tell you what, these days I eat sugary cereals. <laughs> the monster cereal, man. I love it. For those who don't know, that's an interesting statement because Dean has lost a ton of weight. This is going to be interesting because we've been so long off of YouTube. When we come back on, people are going to be like, what happened? In the, <laughs> I mean, the, seriously. The new stuff that we posted was also like three months old yeah. recording. And so. Yeah. How much yeah, have so you lost? 50, I think. 50 pounds. 50. Actually, a little more than 50. Mm-hmm. That's ne- nearly 55. You've lost a small child off of you. Yeah. My, my son weighs 50 yeah. pounds. Like constantly carrying him. That's got to be good on your knees, right? Yeah. To lose that? Yeah. Okay. I think Looking, I'm done though. I don't think I'm I don't I don't think I'm losing anymore. Now Maybe. it's time to start bulking. Yep. Yeah. I don't it's time to get swole, Dean. I don't I don't think so. I don't think I have that within me, like the time <laughs> to do that. Or the desire. <laughs> I, I exercise, but not like okay. My goal would be Thor from Thor Love and Thunder. Do you see <laughs> You no, know how Jack D is? I heard that that I know how Jack D is. I heard that movie was horrid. But, do, you, do you disagree with that? Uh, yeah, it's a terrible movie, but okay. 30 minutes of it is him naked, and they don't show anything, you know, because it's a it's a All the ladies family are swinging. Movie. Yeah. So that's my goal. <laughs> <laughs> it is not really my goal. Well, but there you go. Yeah. I'll Our, say for myself about this question. About the know, pumpkin stuff. We're back on that. I don't give a rat's. About any of it. I never get swooped into it. I never care. I mean, I drink black coffee, you know. That I just I don't care about that. It doesn't tantalize me at all. Do you ever try? Here's the other thing. And and uh, Amanda, my wife, she's always she doesn't understand this, and I don't understand this about myself either. But I drink black coffee, and mm-hmm. I don't like flavored coffee. I know, and you still get. I know you do. I do it for Christmas. I do it for. I, I do the same thing for teas. All yeah. these different like wintry teas. Nine out of ten times, I don't like them. There are some that are pretty good, but for the most part. But I'd still try them because I'm like, this is going to be the one. You know, you I got roped in last year to getting some on-sale Christmas tobacco for my pipe. I smoked like two puffs of it, and it was absolutely disgusting. What was the flavor of it? It was like this... I don't like flavored stuff, right? Yeah. And the same thing yeah. with what you're saying. Like, I just like regular tobacco if I... And I don't, you know, smoke my pipe very often, but I just saw it there, and I'm like, hey, I'm going to try that. It was all like minty and like spearmint and peppermint, and it was... It was just way too much. Yeah, it was it was nasty. So I I guess I do occasionally get sucked into that. I I have not the only. I mean, I will eat pumpkin pie. Ooh, I love pumpkin. pie. I like and, pumpkin pie, but like I'm not a huge. I like pecan better. Okay, I mean you can like things better. Yeah, I think I like pecan better, but I really like pumpkin pie, and I think that's what does it for me, John. I think. Because I like pumpkin pie so much, I think that something's going to give me that same feeling, mm-hmm. and it doesn't. My, uh, so we had an event That's at, you. at work recently. <laughs> That's not the meme that I was seeing, but... That is me. But my coworker... We didn't tell the audience what we we'll, were saying. We'll tell Finish your story. My, my coworker <laughs> made this these bunt cakes for an event we did recently, and one of them was a pumpkin bunt cake, and that was good. Yeah. And if you've had like pumpkin rolls, those are really Oh, those good. could be, yeah. So like that sort of thing is good, good. but it's the fake pumpkin-y stuff that I don't typically care for. I agree. <clears throat> I think that whenever I was describing Dean earlier, I was looking for memes and one, I can't find the one that I was looking at, but there's one called Christian Girl Autumn. 
And that was basically what I described Dean wearing. <laughs> Brown boots, one of those hipster hats. <laughs> oh, I, That's pretty funny. Yeah, that uh, didn't mean to would, do that. Would you say that's accurate? Uh, no. This is, this looks, Dean. No, the picture. Oh, that's very accurate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the picture, it's got girls in like these really high boots and, you know, Jean, tight jeans and beige or kind of shirts with a little what do you call those hats dean what do you call those types of hats i call them hipster hats yeah and i don't know how to better describe it. it's got flat it, bill all the way around it's almost like an indiana jones hat with a flat bill yeah something like that like they took it's like they took a cowboy hat and just flattened the sides kind of yeah and didn't have don't have that super prominent kind of indention always on yep. the top of it so yeah that's uh yeah dean i mean no dean dresses however dean wants to dress that's true he doesn't care about the seasons or anything he's like i'm gonna wear whatever i want are you dressed seasonally right now with your white you're talking not talking to the mic i'm looking at what you got on here you... oh i've got blue like small blue flowers and stuff that's, uh that's no. a spring shirt yeah i would say this is more of a spring shirt so yeah i don't really yeah i don't know it's not really fall yet exactly like you said so speaking of fall and board games, we recently got a couple messages. I just wanted to give shout outs here to people that this has nothing to do with the fall, but I'm just tired right, of talking about well, I thought about. you were going to say like these people fell for us. Oh, oh yeah. There we go. Yeah. That kind of fall. I got you. Okay. So a couple messages that we got. One clever swine just wanted to send some ah, encouragement to us, which I appreciate super that. Super helpful. Um, Nick Hayes had sent me a message about some Marvel Cinematic Universe stuff. <laughs> and uh, I haven't responded to that yet, but I need to I need to respond to it. Just He's not really interested in a lot of the newer stuff coming out, which is kind of where we were at, or kind of where I'm at. I'm, a lot of the yeah. stuff is, has fallen for me a little bit. But, uh, but then Jose Vasquez said... Hey, wanted to drop a line to say my son and I are really enjoying the show, especially the top 50 episodes and the guessing games you all play at the beginning of ah, episodes. We got to do that again. It's going to start. It's about to start. Next episode. Yep. Uh, my son Diego cracks up at John's jokes. Here's some encouragement for you. You like that? He's 10, so I don't think... Don't, don't add fuel to the fire. <laughs> He's 10, so I don't think he realizes just how incredibly corny they are. <laughs> On another note, because of you guys, I finally sat down and watched Arrested Development. Hey! Yeah. What do you think? Uh, what took me so long? Huge fan of The Office of Parks and Rec. It definitely okay. gave me those vibes, and I'll be making a hoop donation soon, LOL. There you go. Yep, I like that. If you all are so inclined, my son would love a shout-out on the show. Boom. Diego Vasquez, a What's up, Diego? We love you. Yes. Yep. I, I wish that John I had John does a, especially. I wish that I had a, a clever joke to say right now, um, but it, we'll, I'll, I'll say one later, and when Dean laughs, I'll say that that was uh, in Diego's name. Okay. So, all right. That's a lot of pressure on myself. Actually. That's a lot of pressure yeah. on. That's a lot of pressure on me oh. to laugh at your jokes. <laughs> no. <Oof>. Oh. <laughs> uh, so there we go. Thanks, thanks, Diego and um, and uh, and Jose for sending that message. Also, uh, they just said keep bringing the board game heat in the '90s references. Hey. Well, we will for sure be doing that. Absolutely. Um, by the way, if you have any questions, comments, you know, you want to build us up like that, you can send a message <laughs> to uh, Meepletown Mail at gmail.com yeah. and um, we'll read some of those on the on the uh, podcast whenever yeah. we get to that point so for those who also just want to reference that if you have you know been a youtube follower of ours we just i just want to say again we just don't have time it stinks 
we have this whole series that we've been doing this top 50 recorded, <laughs> but there's just been absolutely no time to to dedicate to that um, because any time that we do have, we're dedicating it to the podcast here and it stinks, but it just is reality. Life is life is life right now. I mean, that's it. We got it is. So thank you for like clever swine and all y'all. Yes. For, that's what I'm saying. Like, thank you for the encouragement because we do love doing this. It's just, yeah. Yeah. And there's been a lot of people on YouTube making comments like, where are you guys at? And, and I'm trying to respond to those as well, but, but that's, that's where we're at. We're just, we're trying to figure things out. We will have more content posted. The funny thing is I've got really fast internet right now, upload and download because it's fiber. Ah. So I'm like ready to start uploading some stuff, but it's just finding time to do that. You need a lot of fiber. I do. I do. There you go, Diego. <laughs> a shout is. out. <laughs> you probably have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> Old man Dean needs his fiber in the morning. Because uh, you like Raisin Brain. What happened to that? You like See? left dad jokes and just moved right on to like geriatric gr- grandfather <laughs> jokes there. <laughs> Do you put raisins or prunes in your booberry to help you go to the bathroom? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, well, All that right. didn't take long. No, it did not. It did not. That was I'm pretty a, good. I'm good for a good poop joke pretty frequently. <laughs> what 10-year-old doesn't like poop jokes? Am I right? Are you serious? Did you? That was the first time I ever did that. It was really difficult to do with my headset on, by the way. For good reason, I think. <laughs> I was not able to get my hand around as, as good as well as I should. Okay. All right, so for those of you who made it this far, by the way, this usually is our highest <laughs> our highest listen-to episode, and this is what you get. If you're coming here for the first time, which is a lot of you, this is what you get. Far jokes from John, apparently. But... We're ready to talk about some board games, specifically our top 10 of all time board games. It's time to go. All right. Dean, my pits are sweating, bro. I am too. I mean, like this is, uh, do you sweat the top 10 more than, okay, question. Do you sweat the top 10 more than what, what, what is on the border of not making your top 50? Which oh, one do you sweat more? I'm sweating because it's hot in here. Oh, oh. <laughs> none it's of fall. that makes me sweat or nervous or anything. Doesn't? No, it's just it's my top. You 10 don't games. really want to like nail this. Oh, I do. I am gonna nail it. You know how when you feel super confident and you know this is just good. There's nothing better that I could do to this. Yeah, that's where okay. I'm at right now. Now you, I've seen your list, and you should be sweating. Oh, really? Yeah, you're not a fan. You know, I'm usually a fan of your list, but my list is better than yours this time. I think that as we go through it, you're going to be like, mm, never mind. I think you're going to change your mind mid-list. We'll see. Go through. We'll see. And are we going to have any overlap here? And will either one of us change our top one from last year? Maybe. Do you will think- you change your top two in the middle of this recording? Could. I've actually <laughs> I've already changed it twice. This morning. This morning. Yeah. I, who knows? You can call me Johnny it's on cr- the spot. It's a crazy world right now. We don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going to start off with mine. If I don't already don't that. like my number 10. I need to move it up again. Okay. Move it down the list, you mean? No, nope, I need to have it higher, maybe. No, I'm just kidding. I don't care. Let's just go. All right. My number 10 is a game that John and I talked about from the very beginning of our show, if I remember right. This was not like the first thing we reviewed, but it was one of the first recordings that we did. And that was to talk about Glenmore too, right? Yeah. That was that was really early on that we did this. We did 
some coverage for this before well, the game Neil's came out. Neil's reached out to us. That's right. And um, who was formerly on the uh, Fun Tales team, he reached out and said, do you want to play it online? He was all about it because he you were a pretty darn big fan of original Glenmore. Right. But the I things that I didn't like, it. he said they were fixing. And so that was, I was, I was pumped. Yeah. I, I remember playing it for the first time and I went, oh, this is juicy. Mm-hmm. So good. So this is a tile placement game where you're going to be placing tiles that you're going to be taking tiles and you're going to be placing them out on the board and they're going to be activating and activating the tiles that are around it. Your, your, uh, whatever they're called, clansmen, Scotsmen or whatever that are on the board, the, the place that they are on the tiles matters because you have to build around them, but also you have to have some of those people inside of your castle and able in a, in order to get points at the end of the round, uh, at the end of each round, you're going to be also traveling around this travel board, which was something that was added to this version of the game that wasn't present in the first one. I just really love everything about it. The production is through the roof on this one. The tile placement is a lot of fun. Then you add in these different modules that are present in just in the base game, and it's really good. But also with the expansion, it adds the solo version of this and, and other modules, and it's just the Chronicles, I guess. Uh, it's just fantastic. I love, love, love this game, and I always want to play it. And the other positive of this is it's actually pretty. It's a pretty quick game. Yeah. You can play this at about... I don't know, 45 minutes, but probably 40, 45 yep. minutes in a two-player game. And, and you know, up to two hours is what it says on here. But I don't think I would play a two-hour game of this with even with four players if they know what they're doing. There you go. Uh, so this one is ranked overall 157, and uh, it's my number 10. Wow. I can't say anything about it right now. Okay. Not about that. I will say excellent pick. Okay. I, I win. <clears throat> my number 10 is ranked 45 overall, and that is a game where, Dean, you're traveling back into the past you're giving goods to yourself in the past but guess what the capital is going to fall uh, uh asteroid or meteor or whatever is going to hit and everyone's going to scramble and from the ashes will rise a faction there we go and you're punching biff in the face and manure's falling on him right no that's no i, I'm, I was thinking more like <clears throat> it's dystopian like you're something like hunger games something's always rising from the ashes in dystopian books and films that is true it's like everything has gone to absolute duders and but what can rise up why can can't it, why can't these factions work together oh they ne they hate right? each other like you have nothing why not use each other that's what i don't understand about these it's games. like a rose comes from the ashes and it eats the other ones because they hate each other yeah and they can't just say let's make a garden they're like no i have to be the number one yeah and that's that's exactly how you play this game anachrony <clears throat> anachrony <laughs> that's right so uh a David Turtsky game, <clears throat> my favorite game of his. Though he makes a, he makes a lot of games that I really really like, but in this game, it's that's the theme of it, and it's a worker placement game that builds engines, and you have like exosuits. So some of the worker placement spots, you know, you have to go out of your own little base or whatever, and so you've got to power up your suits. Others, you are building an engine of different worker placement spots that you actually have. You have different workers that are going to sleep and waking up, and all of it works together so well. And why this is so high is because it's not only this like ultra Euro game, but the theme is so heavy in this. It's so freaking good. Anachrony is amazing. The only slight 
possible knock is I've been so lazy about playing longer games lately. And even though this one's not like <laughs> super long, I think by the time I like, there's a lot to set up. Like there's a get it out, set it all up, put it all on the table, all that kind of stuff. I'm probably looking at two to two and a half hours. And I've been a little bit lazier, like wanting to be done like an hour and a half with everything. I mean, that's the only slight tad bit of a knock I have. There's, and that's just a personal preference that has nothing to do with the actual greatness of the game. Yeah. One of the greatest games of all time. Yeah, it is It is fantastic. This one did not make my list, I think, right? The, colors, the cover's ugly, too. Uh, I need to play this one more. I have played it a couple times. I think I just... I don't know. I, I For some reason, I didn't quite have this one on, even though I, I rated it really high. You really loved it when we mm-hmm. played it last. I did. I think I just wanted to have another player, too, yeah, to really makes sense. To, to so boost good. it up here. If you've never played Anachrony and you like like medium-heavy Euros, it's a weighted at four. Wow. It seems like it's not that heavy. But anyways, um, you have to play it. Like, go buy it. Okay. All right. And that's number 45 overall. You know, the other thing I don't understand, this has nothing to do with my next pick, but I don't understand why you have why you have all alien things like movies and games and all that it's just to we assume that all aliens are coming to destroy our planet and we've got to take them down or we need to go take all of their stuff from their planet it can never be peaceable it can never be peaceable this isn't an alien game no but it's the same idea right no. rising from the ashes and dystopian <laughs> like nobody can work You're saying, together why can't we just all be nice yes have you looked at the world we're living in yeah i mean that's the problem that is the problem yep so the solution so get, isn't more we're gonna of have that. an existential conversation <laughs> about yeah I the mean, solution should be more kindness i, I think I, it, think. I think it relates like i think it relates to humanity unfortunately that's we we crave it we don't want a story about everyone living together in peace it's just boring i do i want more cooperative just, games in I real just, life i just meant we as a human race speaking of racing others to be the best my number nine is lost ruins of arnak this is where you are going. oh my goodness <laughs> <I just booed. laughs> oh wow okay this is not a bad game. another one of high production this is ranked uh 32 overall which is really high not as high as dune imperium which i get I, dune imperium was a top 50 game for me as well i just like this one better you are deck building in this that's one that's probably why I and it. you are also worker placing to move up a track, really. There's other ways to get points, but a, a lot of what you're trying to do is gain resources so that you can move up the track on the side. That's going to give you points and bonuses as you go along. The worker placement, you have to play cards in order to place your workers, and so you have to you have hand management in all of that. When The timing aspect of when to play my cards versus when do I want to play my workers. Um, all of that, it's just a really big puzzly game with the expansion. It boosts it up for me, even though I think this is probably around the spot where it was last year. Uh, I still, I, I love it with the expansion too. This is one, I don't see this one falling. In fact, I could see this one rising. I play this one a lot. This is another one that's on BGA. Somebody mentioned they didn't it fall for you a little bit this year. <clears throat> I don't think so. I maybe I'm wrong. I was thinking it was like just outside of the top ten last year, but I could no, be wrong. I don't know. Maybe maybe you're right. But you you might be right. It's somewhere in this area, and I just yeah, I love it. But this is another BGA game that you can play, and the experience on there is really good. It doesn't have the expansion, but it's okay. You don't you don't have to have the expansion to to get the idea of how the game plays out. So that is Lost Ruins of Arnak, my number nine. I'm trying to go to the tape and look back at what our list was last year. You're not going to find it there. 
Wow, remember when we used to put videos out? Because I'd have to go through a lot here. Oh, you're looking on the YouTube channel. Next year it's going to yeah. be like, well, hopefully not. Hopefully it'll be better. Let's see. Let's see what your number one is. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna do it right now. Brandon put out. on on the YouTube. By the way, he misses that format of us playing through games. That was Brand Brand yeah. Diesel. I think is who put. Yeah, that me on too. There. I miss it too. Yeah. Uh, Dean. Okay, so you are correct. It was not in your top ten last year. Okay, I think it was eleven or twelve, something around there. Uh, actually, I think Brass Birmingham was eleven, if I remember right. That's the anyway. Oof. Anyway, I love 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 this game, and I don't understand. I don't understand people who like. Well, okay, I do. I do understand it. It it it's different than Dune Imperium. It's it's more Euroy yeah. than it is thematic and conflicty. I like Dune the conflict Imperium. of Dune. Yeah, yeah and yeah. the card plays better. But the yeah, pu- the deck building is better in Dune. the The deck builder is different. You have more deck building. I was trying to get you to say yes to that. No, in Lost Ruins of Arnak, the reason why I like it is it's it's really this giant puzzle that you're trying to solve, and okay. that's that's what I like most about go. this. All right, that's your number nine. My number nine is, I think, it was my number nine last year. So I'm kind of looking at the what I had last year versus what we have this year, and. I thought this was like your number nope, one no, no, last no. year. No, I'm sorry. This was not number three. Wow, this actually fell. A yeah, bit. I thought you had it really high. Oh dang, maybe I should have raised it higher. I don't know. I mean, Lahav is my number nine. I, I've said this. I say this every year. I think that we do this. I would play any one of my top ten games anytime, right? Like it's not like there's not a huge difference for me. And I think that's why sometimes I sweat this one a little more, uh, because it's like, oh, but I mean, they're all so freaking good. Right? I mean, do you feel like that? Do you feel like your number 10 to number 1 is dramatically different? No. No, no, no. I don't. Like in, it's in just fact, like even hairs. into almost 20 probably, they're they're really close. Especially that 11, 12 through 15, I guess. Yeah. All all of my top 15 I can play anytime. I, I love the Lahav art as we're looking at the board. I think don't you think it's cool? I don't, I don't love I don't, it. Dude. It's I don't got love this, the art. It's, oh, it's good. It's great. Anyways, so this is a Rosenberg game. I love Mr. Rosenberg. He just puts out incredible games. But this is a game where, you know, you've got uh, these different offers, and you've got wood offers, and fish offers, and clay offers. And what you're doing on your turn is you're deciding, should I take the offer? That gets increasingly good, better if people aren't taking it. Or am I going to, you know, build buildings? And so over the course of the game, you're building all these different buildings, which are worker placement spots for you and the worker placement spots that other opponents can go to. And I think that's one of the things I like about it is that like um, that player interaction, right? Like if Dean takes it now, if Dean takes my spot, there's a good chance he owes me something to take that spot. But while his piece is there, man, I can't use it. And so I'm like, get off my spot. Get out of my building, Dean. Get out now. And he might be like, hmm. Uh, I think I'm just going to chill here for a minute because I know you really like that. But the other piece that I like if so much... If you yelled at me like that, I don't think so. I would take I don't, that I don't yell at anybody like that. I don't think. Um, but the other piece that's so good is this is like all kinds of feature workers, right? Like a huge piece to this game is... You're, you got, you're saying you, that you as a selling feed, point? Yes. Okay. You've got to feed... I love those games. I love it whenever it's tough. And you're like, oh man, how do I barely score some points here while I'm feeding all my workers or whatever. You can end up scoring a ton of points in this game, but it's, it's such a brilliant game. It's weighted at 3.7, which I think that it's weighted high, not due to rules difficulty, but due to, there's a, you know, decent amount of cards out there and you got to like figuring out how to score high points can be a challenge, but it's so satisfying. Yeah. It's so satisfying. 
I've never played the physical copy of this game, and I would like to because I like the app. I think it's I think this is a fun game, and I and it's one of those that I I almost I will I will always prefer a physical copy to a digital version yeah. of it. So I know that it would be one that I would enjoy. This, maybe this should this probably should have been higher. Who knows? I don't care. I, I say that I really do care. I'm just trying to tell myself that it's it's going to be okay. Part of it is you would love this when you've played it. Yeah, I, I I'm with you. I think I would. I think this could be a top, if not the top, Rosenberg game for you. It's potential. We'll talk about that later. How yeah. about that? I know. Yep. Okay. Uh, not on my list, as you can imagine. Number nine, but- Lahav. <laughs> All right, my number eight is a Eric Lang game. Surprise, surprise. Now, this one was not in my top ten. In fact, I don't Come think this one has made live. my top ten. Isn't that the same thing? Isn't that in that movie? Mm, I don't know. Doesn't the Terminator come? Yes. And he is trying to stop the wars and help save people? Yep. Godfather Corleone's Empire is my number eight game. I played this Three. for the first time this year. Yes. It's an excellent game. Excellent. It was one of those ones that you can usually get or used to. I don't know if you can now cheap. And so I always assumed that it was just mediocre. I have only played it once, but had a real great time doing so. It's a little higher on the BGG geek market thing right now. So I don't, I don't really know. I think all those extra prints are scooped up. Could be. I bought, I bought mine. Uh, I'm trying to think when it was $25 or something like yeah. that, when they had it at like Marshall's or something like that. Anyway, oh, I meant to, I, I was going to mention crazy? 366 overall is what this one is. This is a worker placement game plus other stuff. You've got area control. You're going to be pushing people out. You have hand management. You're trying to complete these different tasks. And when you complete the task, they'll give you points, but also like points at the end of the game. But they're also going to help you to usually kick people out or be able to do different actions, depending on what cards that you play. Um, There's just, this is an excellent game. I play this one multiple times a year and I always love it. And I, I, it's funny because I, you know, get together with my mancation group every year and we'll play this I don't know, four, five, six, seven times at, in one weekend, and I don't get tired of it. Yeah. I want to play it all the time. I just, I really love this game. Now, I need to paint my copy of this. I've been in a really big wow. painting kick. How could you not have a top 10 game painted? I know. I know. This is a tragedy that I don't have That's this one painted. Now, here's what I would love to see with this one. I would love to see expansion stuff. It will never happen, probably. Yeah. It, it's not. not. It's just not going to happen. I would even rather see a retheme that doesn't that's not godfather theme but it's still mafia theme because people are turned off by that i think i think so i think people just don't like that they might not like the movie or whatever that is i don't think that that's it we've talked about this yeah i think that it's not that people don't like the movie i think it's that oftentimes ips are screwed up or they're kind of we i feel like they're approached with lesser s- skill um, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, okay, let's, we got the IP, so we're going to sell some games. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not as, as thought, uh, they haven't thought as deeply is it what you assume. And this is exactly not that at all. It's a very well done game. Yeah. Yeah, it absolutely is. I just wish that there was more stuff to it, even though I've played this game a bunch and it still does, it doesn't, I don't get tired of it. I would just like to see more. I would like to see what they can do with it really is what it what is. Did, you should have talked to your buddy, Eric Lang, whenever we saw him at PAX U. You should have been like, hey, Eric, I got one thing that I want from you. Expansions. But I bet with like having the Godfather IP, it's probably not as simple as just like, yeah, let's just throw another expansion. 
Unless, like you said, you redid the whole thing. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering if they could or should do. But he had a, he doesn't have the same connections with uh, come on games he doesn't work for them anymore and so that that might change things too who knows i I have no idea i have no idea but i would just i I love this game i want to see more stuff of it that's godfather corleone's empire my number eight all right so my number eight is uh, i would say a classic now right dean oh i didn't pull up the yeah uh, this is a classic yeah terra mystica terra mystica i was looking at some of the pictures so i didn't what is it rated overall 23 overall um yeah, re-implemented as Gaia Project. I know that there's a lot of people that will fight and argue with me about Gaia Project being much better. Um, I completely disagree. I think that uh, Terra Mystica is beautiful in its own glory. Only gripe I have is I d- the map is the same all the time, so I get that for Gaia Project people. But in Terra Mystica, you're putting out all these different types of building and stuff, and as you're removing them off your player board, what's happening, Dean? You're unlocking goodies. And it has this really cool, like, the bowl action selection thing. I think that that's really, really interesting, and I'm not going to go into exactly how that works because this is just kind of a high-level overview. I like the way the action selection works. I love how every faction is wildly, like, there's yeah. wildly powerful, and they have this own. So, like, I think that's why this is so high is that I always enjoy playing it because I'm like, oh, I haven't played that faction in a while. Let me see if I can do well with, you know, in that, with them now. And then the last thing that I love is the cult track. Like you're going up these tracks mm-hmm. and you're battling for who the supremacy of who's higher, who's higher on it, who's not. And so those kind of decisions of dang it, I don't. Oh, Dean's going higher. I don't know if I could beat him on that. All that together is just this is is a, is an absolutely phenomenal game. Um, I just wish that I I don't like it at two as much as I like it with higher player counts and I play most of my games at two. Yeah. I think that if I had if I think that if I was playing this at a higher player count more regularly, it could even be higher on my list. Funny enough you say that because you were just talking about the time the restraint that you mm-hmm. have. This is a lengthy game if you play with a lot of people. With a lot of people. And that's the thing is I don't, so it's not that bad. Yeah. But I also I, I think that Yeah, I, I I know I'll contradict myself here and there, but um the setup is not really long on this game at all. And then on top of that, like I just the the way that the factions I think are so wildly different. Like you can say they're they're kinda like that in anachrony, but there's not near as many factions. So it gets a little bit more tired. Yeah. Would be kind of the difference. This is like wildly different. There's a ton of factions and uh yeah, it's just it's it's really, really fun. But again, we're splitting hairs on these games in my top ten. Such a classic, such a good game. Number eight, Terra Mystica. Yep, I I totally agree with you. I need to play this one again. It's yeah. been a long time. This was one of the first games that I played that you remove pieces and it unlocks things as you, you go. That. You love that, don't you? I do, and I love moving up tracks. You know that about me. Yeah. So I I think this one could probably make my top 50 if I just played it more. Yeah. It's been years. All right, good pick. My number seven is Mansions of Madness, second edition. It's that time of year, John. This is the fall time where we are in yeah. the mood of playing all these little spooky horror games, right? I've never played that game. Okay. We should Remember? make that. Can you sit down for a longer game? Can you handle that? I can do that. Yes. Okay. It's just I don't often have the time. Yeah. We have a lot of games that we want to get played. Or let me rephrase that. I have all the time in the world. I don't make the time. Yeah, that's true. That's true. No so, excuses. We, it's funny because sometimes we'll do this where it's like you pick a game that you love, I'll pick a game that I'll love, we'll get together and we'll play it. This probably needs to be that game. Yeah, last time you picked Eclipse. (laughs) (laughs) 
Ah, uh, touche, my friend. Touche. All right, this one is that was for you, Diego. Forty six. <laughs> Every time. That wasn't even that good of a joke. It was just. Yeah, it was funny. It, it made was, you laugh. Pretty out loud. Good. It did. It did. It's that's more of an inside joke. Yes, that's right. That's yeah. For those who don't know, Dean overthinks his picks on that and sweats it, and then usually <laughs> picks one that's not as not a bad one, but not as good as he could have. All right, so this is an app-driven game where you are picking your characters and you're exploring a haunted house. Sometimes you're not—it's mansions of ma- mansions of madness. But with the expansion stuff, it's not always exploring mansions. There's other things that you can be doing. Even in the base game, I guess there's areas that you're controlling or, or uh, exploring around mansions. You love to explore. I do. That's why you like love, Lost Rooms of Arnak. Love to explore. Yeah. That's that. You're absolutely right. Um, now this is a different kind of exploration, um, I guess. But no, the app reveals different things in here for you. But the rule set of this is super simple. You're just going to be moving around and interacting with these different things on the board. And it helps if you just have one person that is controlling the app, which is what I normally do. And everyone else doesn't even have to use it at all. They're just like, let me see what's on the board. And I'll, I'll focus on that, right? And I just, I love it. I, I think it's so cool. You've got these skill checks based on your characters. The story that unfolds is typically really intriguing and exciting. And there's a lot of tension in this game. Really, really story-driven. Uh, and, and, you know, dice-chucking dice game. But if you like the story elements of games and you like this theme, this is a really, it's, it's a no-brainer. This is a lot of fun. You know what else would be a lot of fun? What is if on the YouTube video, if we ever <clears throat> post on YouTube, we have this a bell that dings every time that you mention a minis game for your top 10. Ooh. And you're like, Mansions of Madness, ding. And it says on the screen, like, m- mini one. And it would, it's just a counter of how many. That would be f- funny. Would it? I'm looking through here right now. Yeah, it's, so, you know what? You're right. It's not, yours is, list is not as many as I would assume. Ah, uh, that's pretty good. That's yeah. pretty good. My top 50. That's for you, Diego. My top. <laughs> You beat me to my, it. My top 50, I would for sure have more miniature games. But so far, out of the four games that I've picked, yep. two of them. Yeah, it's true. I think like but almost this is minis every, heavy, I think almost every other week, you probably had more minis almost than this week, this week right here. Anyways. All right. That's your number seven. Yep. Mansions of Madness. My number six is ranked 13 overall, and it is one of... Do you want to do your number seven right after my number seven since yours? My number seven is ranked number 13 <laughs> overall, and one of my uh, favorite designers, I guess. Like, I think all these games are pretty much by top designers of mine. Uh, Mr. Fister, that is Great Western Trail. Um, I think there's a lot of people that would say that Maracaibo was one is a better work of his. Maybe Mombasa, which is really good. I mean, like, I love those games. Uh, I haven't played Boone Lake. I uh, still need to play that. Probably or Skymines, for that matter. The, the re-implementation of Mombasa, right? Isn't that what that is? Uh, Skymines? I don't remember what it's called. I think that's right. I, I've got Mombasa. I'm not going to buy that, I guess, is kind of my thoughts. Anyways, but I still think that Great Western Trail is his greatest game. That's why it's called Great Western Trail and not Mediocre Western Trail. <laughs> that would be a terrible name for a board game. <laughs> meh, meh Western Trail. How about Decent Western Trail? What about The Western Trail? Would that be okay? Mm, I don't know. But when you say great, it makes it greater. What if you called it greatest Western Trail? The greatest of all, the goat Western Trail. We need to re-implement this game. Okay. So, it has been re-implemented as the second edition. Is that a re-implementation or know. just a second edition? Uh, which I don't care about. I like the uh, box art and stuff better, but I just, I can't just buy like, there's so many games, Dean. Every time someone comes up with new art and says something like, 
it's just if I got the old version, I don't really care unless there's a great reason to agree or disagree. Agree. Let's talk about Great Western Trail. Great Western Trail, you're going to be putting Sometimes. out. It's a worker placement spot. And guess what? Talk about exploring. You're kind of doing that, Dean, because you're building your own, you know, you're adding worker placement spots as you go up the mountain and they're becoming different every time. And you're like, oh, what did John put there? Oh, I'm going to put this little building over here. And it's just really interesting the way the game builds out. And in addition to that, you are having a great time deck building with with what, Dean? Cards? Cattle. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, who knew that Jersey cows, you know, actually Jersey cows are not that high point value on here. But who knew that having a deck of cows and cattle would be so much fun? You ship off those cattles when you get to the rails. You add the expansion. This game is even better. Every time I play this game, I'm like, gosh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Maybe it should be high. I, I'm going to say that about everything. That deck building aspect of this of this one is really interesting because you're, you're deck building, but your hand is staying that same size, and so you're just making it better as you move throughout the trail. I think that's clever. I like that. I like that. And the more powerful deck cards you have, your can do more powerful actions, but also you need to have more higher cards or whatever um, to ship them off because as you're shipping off, you're getting victory points and there's only a certain amount of spots there. So if the, all the lower values are used up, if you want to score points, what do you got to do? Get some better cattle. Yeah. So you always have those constant pools of what to do next. And it's, it's all good, man. Yep. It's all good. Good pick. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, you got to have your deck prepared for the cattle shipment in this game. Yeah. All right, that is your number seven, Great Western Trail. My number six is the Castles of Burgundy, which surprisingly is the only Stefan Feld game that I have on my list. That's boo. Yeah. That's that's a mistake. I I won't disagree with that. I I I cannot disagree with that. But in my top 100... There's a lot more Felds for and, sure, and I can't believe this is your favorite Feld of all time. I mean, yeah, it's I, I I like Castles of Burgundy, but it is the goat. It's not even in my top ten of his games. In your face. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so a lot of people will disagree with me on that, though. It is so good, though. In, in this game, you are building up your kingdom, and you're going to start off with one castle tile on your board, and then you're going to build out from there, and you do all of that through your dice. You're going to roll two dice, and then take the actions. Uh, based on the numbers that you have on those on those dice. So it could be that you're taking buildings from the center. It could be you're placing those buildings out in the middle. It could be that I can't find a single picture on here to show that's worth showing the game. Um, oh. It could be that you're selling goods. I mean, are, is there ever a picture that's worth showing for that game? Especially, I mean, just be real. You're not wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong. Okay. Um, there's a lot of different things that you can do with the dice, but ultimately what you're trying to do is get buildings and put them out on the board. But with the special buildings that you get, they do lots of different things. They can give you things. They can like money or workers, or they can allow you to manipulate the way that you're placing things on the board or place something else immediately. And it just, it feels tight. And I, I just really, really like this game a lot. I, I love it. In fact, one of my favorites, and it is my favorite Stefan Feld Castles of Burgundy. Boom. It's your number six. you're about to boo me again. No, boom. I'm glad you have failed somewhere on your list at least. I'm getting my booing voice ready right now. Yeah, you do it. My number six is 75 overall. So you're going to disagree with a lot of people. Teotihuacan, City of Gods. Now, what's interesting about this pick for me is I haven't played this in over a year. I just, I realized that this morning that like I have not played this since we did our top 
50 last year. And that's concerning that it's this high and I haven't played it as much because you would think if you really love it, you would play it a whole lot more. But I, it's mostly because my wife doesn't love this game. Um, and it's a little bit longer too. It kind of goes back to that that theme. But every, I feel like every time I play this game, it's like that feel I get with Great Western Trail. Well, I go, gosh, this is good. Why do not? Why don't I play this more? Um, but you have these really cool mechanics of you have dice that have these different values, and as they're going around and picking up wood and getting different resources and stuff, they're also increasing. And guess what happens? They f- they f- they die. They fly away to the afterlife. Uh, and I think that. The way you manipulate the uh, use your dice is so incredibly interesting. Um, you can go to worker placement spots with other dice, but they cost more and all that kind of stuff. But you are building this cool pyramid in the middle with tiles cooperatively, uh, I guess. I mean, you're all participating in that. And then you have tracks, Dean. This is a game with tracks that you're going up. There's three tracks in the base game. There's more tracks if you have more. Oh, kind of. There's even, I guess, maybe like four tracks in the base game. Um, but you're going up all these tracks and unlocking different things that are really cool and sweet. Um, this is the Daniele Tassini game, and I think it's his best game. Uh, I think that this one is just super fun, and I love it. And it's uh, 7.9 on BGG. You know what's really been interesting to me is I find I have been gravitating towards lighter weight games but I think every game I've picked has been 3.7 or higher, mm-hmm. which is surprising to me and concerning at the same time. You really only have two on here that are medium weight. Yeah. I would say, probably. I think you're three. I think three, maybe. Okay. Maybe not. I don't know I don't know what they've got for one of these. Three. Right. Yeah, I, I would say three. Go ahead. Yeah, so that's, that's your my number, number six. Six. Yep, Teotihuacan, City of Gods. All right, my number five is a more of a pure deck builder. It's not a pure deck builder. It also has boards, and that is Baseball Highlights 2045. Philip will oh, be very happy. Oh, hey, that's happy. a little lower than it has been in the past, right? Yes, it is. It is. That's right. But still in my top five. So um, part of this is not that I It was number four last year. Less. It's it, that I enjoy other games a little bit more. It was my number four last year? Okay. Okay, it has been as high as my number two, I think. Two or three. Anyway, baseball highlights. I think it was number are, two the first year. That seems right. I think me. that's right. Yeah, it seems right. It, but I haven't played the tournament version of this in a long time, and I think that's part of the reason why it's fallen a little bit. I've played this game a decent amount still, but um, you are basically not basically. You're playing baseball with your cards, and each card represents a highlight from the game that you're playing. And when you play the card, something is going to happen. It could be that you are. Um, threatening hits or a hit, and uh, it could be that you are canceling something that the other player is doing. So anytime you play a card, it is potentially counteracting what they're doing, but also doing something for you offensively, again, potentially. And after each game that you play, you're going to take the total number of buy power that you have from those cards that you just played, and you're going to buy new cards, and you're going to send other cards down down to the minor leagues and... That that's going to be your deck, and I I really really enjoy that. Piece I have an of it. idea. Okay, I'm going to interrupt you. Okay, what season is it right now? What's it about to be? About to be fall? No, it's about to be baseball playoffs times. Uh huh. We should play this. Okay. I have never played this with you. Have you ever played a tournament version of this game? No. Either? Okay. I've only played against like my family who didn't like it, and only reason I sold it, even though I enjoyed it was because they thought it, they didn't like it. And I was like, okay, well, I'm only playing this with Dean. 
or Jonathan, and both of them have it. I would love to play this game. Ooh, somebody's got miniatures on here. Sorry, I didn't pay attention to what you're saying. Ding. Miniatures. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll play this game. I'll play this game anytime. I, I'm The funny thing is, not funny, I'm not good at this. I'm not good at a lot of games that I really, really enjoy. Maybe that's why I like them Do so you still much. have football highlights? I do. I like football highlights, too. And that it is one, football season, too. That one did not get as much praise as, as this one, but I still really like football highlights. Maybe we could do a sports-themed episode. Mm, I don't I know like if people that. would like that as much. I don't but. know if I have enough sports themes game. Ooh, I have oh, Trick Shot. We could play that. We can wait until a Portal releases that soccer game. Mm. That would be that would be money 11. right there. That's an ep- yeah, I really want to play that. Me too. That would Me be too. a great episode. We could do several sports games. Okay, let's think about that. That's, if that's a good idea, if y'all think it's a good idea, let us know. If you think it's not, uh, no, I guess let us know. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I don't know. I was trying right. to think of something more clever to say. But. That's rank 525 overall. That's a crying shame, is what that is. It's seven point five. I, I guess it's because I people. Think the theme too. It's the theme. You don't have to love baseball to love this game. I don't think, though. I don't think so, but I think it probably turns people off. Like they don't, or they don't. Maybe they're not. They just aren't intrigued by it. Like yeah, it's futuristic game. baseball too, which should, cyborg baseball. Yeah, yeah, and robots. Number five. Number five. Baseball highlights twenty forty five. What you got for your number? My number five, five is ranked uh, seventy eight overall, and that is. Um, Simone Luciani game. I like him. I've had him a lot. That is Grand Austria Hotel. I love this game. This game is the epitome of, you know, well, you've got you're managing a hotel. Is what's going on, Dean? You got people. You got guests coming in, but you, you they're coming in. They're they're sitting down at your tables, and then you're alluring luring them in with coffee and treats, and then they're like, wow. Well, maybe I should just stay here because this was fantastic. Dice, worker placement, um, uh, cool cards that you're getting like that as the people are coming through here and they're giving you bonuses and different things like that. Cool puzzle with like the way the rooms work in the game and making sure the doors are opening and you're getting points based on having different, you know, of the same color and the floors matter differently. It's like a three point, I think it's a 3.2 weighted game. So it's not that heavy. It's just pure fun. That's what I feel like when I play this game. It's just like, there's certain games. I'm just like, that's just a blast to play. Every time I play, that was just pure fun. Not super long, maybe like an hour or so. And you're done. Love it. Grand Ost Hotel. Boom. Yep, I'm with you. This was in my top 50 as well. Love this game quite a bit. The theme is fantastic of this one. Yeah, I really it's liked cool. It. And it, it actually does, for this type of game, feel fairly thematic, too. I do. I, I kiss all my uh, patrons to bed. Little, leave little mints on their pillows? Well, that's what I would do if I had my own hotel. Okay. How, I, what about, how would you feel about that? I would not stay at your hotel. Really? I kind of have a hotel now. You I don't have do an that Airbnb, at your I have cabin, an Airbnb. right? <laughs> if I don't live there, that's the problem. I don't live in the general area. I was considering staying there, <laughs> and I'm changing my mind. I'll go from a double kiss cheek to only one for you, if that's okay with you. <laughs> if that'll help you stay there. Uh, oh, boy. All right, that is your number five, you say? That's right. My number four is a game that has also been pretty high. I think two last year, if I remember right. That is Root, 28 overall. Uh, still really like Root in this game. you got cute little woodland creatures that you know that I like. And in this one, you are battling it out in the forest for domination. How's that for cute woodland creatures? In your face world but look how cute they are so it all balances out right no that's the point 
Um, this one is asymmetrical to the max. You have in the base game these four different factions, and they all play wildly different, yeah. wildly different. Um, but ultimately, you're trying to be the first one to get 30 points, and then you're going to be the winner. Yeah. You add in the factions, the extra factions from the expansion material. There's a lot of extra, a lot of extra material out there with with expansions, solo mode of this, or or adding in these bot versions of of characters. If you're playing in a you know a two or three player game, you can add those bots in there. And I just I really like this one a lot. In fact, mm-hmm. so much that a couple of years ago I spent a lot of the convention just going around teaching this game to to people who had it set up. So you I did. need to get this played for myself though in the physical version. I haven't played it enough lately in this this year. So I need to get it played more. Boom. That is Root, my number four. 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 Yep. And I, for this year, I, I traded it away. But not because I don't like it. Is it because I have it? Yes. And my family, my wife hates this game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She just, well, and she'll never play it with me. And I thought, without Dean there, there's, and then the other players I play with, this is way too confusing to teach them all the different. If I'm not playing with someone like Dean and Jonathan who own this game, all my friends are probably in that mid to mid light, you know, kind, yeah. of, kind of friends. And there's no way I'm going to sit around and say, well, this faction does this and that faction does that. And it would just be frustrating for everyone. Yep. So it's gone. It's out of my collection. Stinks, but probably one of my best game I've ever let go. Maybe. All right. That's root. That is your number four. As you said a second ago, my number four is uh, something that is way more powerful than some woodland creatures. Trajan. <laughs> I don't know, man. Emperor Trajan, yeah. Roman Empire versus these cute woodland creatures. They would have, they would have sliced their throats. Oh my goodness! Well, I'm well, just being. I don't want to. Literally, I, would. I kind of. Yeah, I kind of. If there are kids listening, I don't mean to. They were the Romans. There are kids listening to this. Yeah, episode. I know. They're, the Romans were. They could. They were pretty gruesome, man. They they wanted to show that they were dominant. So. Yeah, but what yeah. happens if you get them just roaming around the woods? Ooh. Ro- I got it. That was for your Diego. No, that's that's no, you can't do that. <laughs> that was up he, top. He said he laughed at my jokes, not your jokes. Like that's you're not allowed to use that. You know what's funny is if people are watching the video version of this, they have no idea what we're talking about. Oh, I forgot. We yeah. didn't mention that. Yeah, Dan- we do a podcast. <laughs> and a ten year old Diego's a listener who likes John's corny jokes, so we're we're dedicating all the corny jokes to Diego this episode. Mm. Yep. So Trajan is my favorite Feld. Overall, Dean, uh, I just played this game this last week. I just wanted to give it another go just to see what it was like, and I just love it. I love the Mancala action selection. I love how there's all these different sections. You can go and like go out and, and, and take people down with your legionnaires and spread out all over the empire, or you can build buildings. Now, none of this feels super thematic or really thematic at all, but you're shipping goods, you're gaining uh, resources and shipping goods off, and you're doing all these things. But I, th- I just love that it's just like one giant puzzle, right? And relatively complicated, I think, sometimes to score optimum amount of point puzzle. I am horrible at this game. My wife beats me every time. She beat me so bad the last time we played, I was almost ashamed. Like, it was awful. I mean, it was by like 30 or 40 points. And uh, I, it's just, it's great, man. It's a great, this is a game, though, I will say, and I mentioned this to her, you can't turn your brain off ever in this game. No, you cannot. Because you're constantly looking at your Mancala and thinking, okay, if I move that there, there. Okay, then if I do that, that. You know what I mean? So like you're looking at all your options and while your other people are playing, which is the thing I 
I like and don't like. Like, I love that about it in the sense, like, I don't feel like I'm waiting forever on other players a lot because I'm, I'm trying to figure out what to do next. On the flip side, I don't get a chance to breathe very often when I play this game. You don't have to hold your breath when you play this game. No, you I know hold that, my breath right? until I make my next move. <laughs> oh my goodness. Is that in the rule book? Because I don't remember I don't remember that. They almost titled this game Don't Hold Your Breath. Or but they changed it. Or yeah, to, man, hold your breath. To, <laughs> Instead they changed it to Trajan at the last minute. That's probably a tidbit of information that you didn't know. I did not. I'm glad I know that now. Mm-hmm. That's it. Now my number four, Trajan. Love it. 109 overall. But this is far superior to Castles of Burgundy. But I guess the world says opposite. Mm-hmm. It's, it isn't, but it's a really good game. I think it's just the other one's more mass appealing. That's probably Because it's right. easier to, yeah, which I understand. All right. My number three is a mass appealing game for sure. Yeah. Number 16 overall, that is Scythe. What? That was, that uh, was Scythe. That was the sound of a Scythe. Oh, I thought you were going to do it every time I say <laughs> Scythe. Okay. All right. So in Scythe by Stonemeyer Games, which is a publishing company that I, I <laughs> like a lot of. Yes, it is a publishing company. That I like a lot of their games. Um, in Scythe, you are... I was waiting for it. Waiting for the sound. I was going to... There you go. Okay. You have your own player board and you're going to be moving your pawn on to take different actions in that one area. You can take the action of the top and the bottom areas. If you have the resources to do so, you're going to be moving around a map and you're going to be exploring the map, which is what I really like uh, exploring. You're going to be building up these mechs, which mm-hmm. I like, and they're going to be picking up different resources and workers and moving them around the board as well, kind of spreading out your empire while also going to war with these other different factions. But if I go and do this crazy war against John and use up all of my best cards and all of my, um, oh goodness, what's it called, power, mm-hmm. if I use all of that up, then Steven's going to come along and just wipe out my army you yeah. know, right behind me after we've had this war, which I really like. And so you're not always wanting to just go straight into war. In fact, a lot of times you might not want to do that because it is a way to get points. It's a way to get a star and you can get that twice through these battles, but it, it costs a lot to be able to do that. But it's, it really, it just, it is very thematic, but it mm-hmm. also is very Euro-y. Um, you're trying to gain popularity and you get these cards, these encounter cards when you explore and the encounter cards are super thematic and make you make these decisions that are sometimes even ethical decisions of, you know, wow. sh- I mean, really, should I, should I like steal this thing from this person and lose popularity or should I just like help him and, and gain popularity? You know, you have to make those decisions sometimes. So which is would really you cool. steal if you, if it didn't affect the popularity? It That's depends on how popular question. I was. You know, if you have so much popularity, you might not care. You're just like, I'll just take it. That's what life's like, right? Just take what I, yeah, I mean, if you're a star, you can get away with a lot. Yes. I think a ton. A hundred percent. You absolutely can. Now, should you? No. Hopefully not. No. I would hopefully. You should I would not hope want to be that type of a person. But this is a game, and sometimes you're going to be deceptive. You're going to be mean. This is a great, oh. great game. That is Scythe. There is good reason why this game has been so high for so long. I was so like long. a lifestyle game for certain people. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, kind of like a terraforming yeah, Mars every single thing. thing for it. And yeah. yeah, it's fun. I haven't played it in a while, but it's cool. All right, that's your Got number. Got all my th- stuff painted up for this, too. Three. <laughs> a miniatures game. This is a minis game. <laughs> Ding! Also, wooden meeple game. So, no, it, there's that. It has minis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my number three had been my number one, I think, the first year, maybe, Dean? Yes. Uh, and that is 
the game of pure elegance, as people would say, Concordia, and I'm going to specifically say Concordia Venus, because I think they make it a little bit nicer, and I love the idea that you can play 2v2. Dean and I have this conversation a lot. Why are there not more 2v2 games out there? Yeah. Is it because it's like difficult, or there's not a lot of people that play? Would they think it would play that version? I just... You know, you have a couple over at the house, right? And you invite another couple over, and that's why I like trick-taking games often, because it's like, oh, cool, yeah, hey, we'll be on a team, you be on a team, let's play against each other, right? Yeah. And I, I just wish there were some more board games with that. In fact, I'm going to say out there, if you're on YouTube or on the podcast, besides trick-taking games, list some 2v2 games that are out there. There's are- there's one that we're trying to make a, an appointment, a date night to play with, with their buddy Neil and Jonathan, right? That's a yep. 2v2 game. I don't remember the name of that one, but it's I'm a, excited about it. Super yeah. excited about it. I just can't make time lately to play it, but soon, hopefully, we'll be able to do that. That's right. So if you've never heard of Concordia, never played Concordia, and Concordia, you're going out and you are sp- you're spreading out all over the... I guess it depends on what si- what board you play with. There's so many different versions of this uh, game right now. But it's real simple because you just kind of play a card and you start off with uh, eight cards. I can't remember. And you just kind of do what it says. So you may uh, move one of your persons, uh, your colonist on the board. And then if you have the resources, you can lay claim to one of the areas, you know, and put one of your houses out there, or you can go on a boat and go out to other places via your boat. Um, But if Dean has his, you know, home there, I don't know what they're called. It's terrible. I've played this game so many times. Um, I can go there, but what is it going to do, Dean? It's going to cost me more moolah. I don't think anybody can see or hear that. They can now. Okay. It's going to cost me more moolah. And that's the crux of the game is, is all about efficiency and I'm dealing with these tough decisions of I want to go grab the city first, but oh my gosh, that card that I could buy right now is freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. And I and go and gra- and that that those tough decisions of like really grasping going for the cards I think is the crux of the game, and debating on if you want to get one that's way far far further down the line is going to cost you a lot. And is it worth it right now for me to spend that to go get that card that I could get cheaper potentially? And that's the whole game. It's an economy game. Like, oh, how can I do the things as cheap as possible and pull off the win? And it's easy enough. It's weighted at 3.0 that I could teach it to a lot of people. I can teach the 2v2 version to a lot of folks, and we can have an absolute blast playing. I love this game. Yep. I really got to try the, the this version of it. Concordia itself made my list. Yeah. Somewhere in my top 50 Excellent game. Good pick. My, my top... Th- oh, my gosh. My top four in particular were very difficult for me to decide what what order to put these. Just so you know. The yeah. other ones, uh, it's... Uh, the top four were all in consideration for the best game. Yeah, I would say that for my top four as well, actually. There you go. Um, That is 138 overall. For Venus, Concordia is higher than that, I'm guessing. But I don't What's know exactly. your number two? Like, number what is th- this? What's going on? Is it going to be the same as last year? It, I don't know. Okay. This is the two that almost made my number one. I really racked my brain on this one. This is another Stonemeyer game. This game was game. number five for you last year. Was it really? Yeah, so it, it really shot up. Interesting. Okay. It's Tapestry by Stonemeyer Games. Ooh, controversial pick there. It almost, almost booted out my number one game. I've wow. been playing this one a lot lately and, and wow. it doesn't hurt that. I mean, my wife likes this one too. And so that, that helps with it. 
Um, Jamie Stegmeyer design, just like in Scythe. And in this game, you are moving up tracks. And and that Stone. really is... is it's satisfying to you, huh? It is. And this, this one's different, though, because you are... You are as your action moving up the track. So on your turn, you're going to move up a track and then take the action in the space that you're moving, which is a pretty unique thing. And so mm-hmm. you got your science track, and well, I was going to say your arts track, but that's in the expansion, which is also really good. Your exploration, and um, you can gain your your technologies from you know the tech track and the military track. And there's lots of different things that you're going to do in this. This is a civilization game, but it's not as thematic as like a nations or anything like that. But it does have that exploring element. It has the battling element out on the map. You're also building up your capital city, and you do that through polyomino placement, which you I really like. like. You're going to be taking buildings off of your uh, off of your player mat and putting them out into your capital city, which unlocks things, which we talked about earlier with Terra Mystica. And the buildings are what? Mm-hmm. What are the buildings? Like, what are they called? No, what are they? Uh, they're miniatures. You're right. Minis. This Ding. does have. This I does think there's have more games minis. with minis here than you realized. You're right. You're right. This one does have minis. You're you're absolutely correct, John. Way to go. And I just I love all the things about this game. There's also now this is the, probably the best thing about it for me is you ha- each person has their own faction, and so you're going to be playing with these different powers or different abilities that you're going to get, and they're radically different now. Initially, when this came out, there seemed to be a lot of imbalance in that, but Stonemeyer came out and, and hopefully fixed some of that and made some changes to How your can it be number factions. two if you answer the, with hopefully? I just don't care enough. It's just so good you don't care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay. You're going to score that's fair. You're going to score a ton of points in this game too, which is really cool. Now, with the expansion stuff, it adds a lot. That arts, uh, what is it? I think it's just arts something expansion is really good. I, I enjoy that one quite a bit. Adds another track and adds an extra layer um, that boosts the game for me. And also more buildings and more starting stuff that you get. Excellent game that is Tapestry. Did Was this on your list? Nah. You like this one? Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I'm just, I mean, it's a solid game. It's cool. Yeah, I mean, if you want to play it, I'll play it for sure. Uh, just, it, um, I don't know. I'm not in love with it. It's fine. Well, I'm in love with it. I know. Also, Andrew Bosley art, which is a, a bonus for me. There you go. That's your number two. My number two has uh, already been dropped by Dean earlier. How about that? Your number two That's is for a you, Diego. sequel. Oh, I didn't. Oh, oh, you My dropped. My number two has already been dropped. I got you. Yeah. Okay. okay. No poop joke. Not, well, you don't have to say that word. That's inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. I made you laugh out loud more than more than once today. That's uh It's that's, better for it's better for the podcast when people think that I enjoy like <laughs> that I'm laughing. You're just humoring me. Yeah. Cuz they're like at some point someone's got to throw them a freaking bone. Yeah, that's that's you know. that's fair. That's fair. All right, so my number 2 is Glenmore Chronicles. Glenmore 2 Chronicles. That's why I made it my number 2 instead of my number 1 cuz it has a 2 in the title. Is that right? That's that's how I made the decision. Oh, not really. This is a Matthias Kramer game, and this is what Dean already talked about in his top ten. We would have to say this is officially the Meeple Town favorite game of all time because of that. Yeah, that is true. Right? Like because mm-hmm. it's number ten on yours, number two on my. Yeah, unless I can sway you with my next game at some point in time, but we'll talk about that here in a few moments. Um, Dean's already talked about it. It's really interesting again how you 
pull how you go around a rondelle. I don't think you mentioned that. And the rondelle oh, decisions right. are not. so tough. How far do I jump ahead? Because whoever's behind, I love that mechanic in games. Whoever's behind, it's their turn. I love that tile, but it's not worth you know jumping that far ahead. But then when you grab it, the really cool way that it sets off all those tiles that are adjacent. You know, I think that that's just it's such an interesting thing because there's a lot of there's a lot of tile placement games where it's just not. It is meaningful, but not as meaningful. Or let me rephrase that: the decision is not as difficult. Like I grab Carcassonne, sometimes the tiles are easy to make a decision. I got a road, okay, I gotta go there. I feel like every time I grab a tile here, I'm like, Oof. I've got to think about how I'm placing it, what I'm setting off, and then what I'm setting up for the future, mm-hmm. and then where are my Scotsmen? Because where the Scotsmen's are, are where you can actually place the tile. So you're always kind of thinking ahead to that. And I think that that it's not complicated; it's weighted at three, but that one extra layer of decision making is really cool. And then I do like the clan board, like Dean mentioned earlier as well, where you're kind of going out on that and, and going around. And then you have my favorite part of the game, I guess. It's just the way it scores. Yep, I was going to say that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not it's not regular victory points. You do this to score points. You know, I mean, you do do a little bit of that, but you're always every round scoring points based on what other people, how many they have of an item. So that's just so fun to like fight back and forth for those things. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sometimes you 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 want to stay with other people, but you also might want to get rid of things to be able to get other points. And yeah. other, you know what I mean? I, and I like that. That's, that's pretty cool. That's right. And uh, this, I had my number one and flip flopped it a couple times. So uh, there's no difference in, in this, in that, in my number one to me, the reason that I had it there and maybe it could have, should have stayed there is like the length of time that you play the game. It says 90 to 120 minutes, but if you've played this game now, depending on what um, they're not expansions modules depending on what modules you put in there it can make the game a little bit longer but I've found that I can usually rip through a game in like a little over an hour 45 yeah. like, like or an less, hour, less than, than an hour that. And, yeah. and, that, and that's why I love it so much is I feel so satisfied in such a quick amount of time yeah so it's great yep Glenmore 2 my number 2 of all time excellent pick and I think you're right that probably is our collective number 1 of all time it's 157 overall I just feel like that needs to be higher people yeah I'm with you I, I think Glenmore used to be higher the yeah. initial one so sometimes when you have sequels come into play that affects the rating as well so there you go alright so my, no one will be surprised my number 1 no one is going to be surprised is Blood Rage. That's the rage. This is 40 overall. I really did consider... Tapestry was very much, very much in the running to to overthrow this, but I've been playing some games online lately just to kind of refresh myself. Ugh. Such, such is that a, a weird way of saying that? Such a dichotomy of names of games. Tapestry, Blood Rage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Uh, this game has a lot, a lot that I love. The... The drafting, you start off card drafting, and those decisions are very grueling because you're you're setting the stage for the strategy that you're going to take in the game based on the card that you take. You might draft monster cards. You might draft clan upgrades or warrior or leader upgrades, or you might be getting battle cards that whenever you go to battle, you play these as boosters. Or you, you may draft 
because you know someone else is going in a direction and you do not want them to have that card. Yeah, 100%. And you can hate draft to, in you, this ha- you have to do that, I think, you in do. this game to play well. Especially if you have somebody who's taking the Loki strategy, which yeah. is losing everything, but you can still win the game that way. Can I give them more of those you cards? You can. You have to start taking some of those, even if you don't care for them, like you said. The quests are very important in this game, yeah. too, which is basically having majority in certain areas that are going to give you points, but also they're going to bump up your clan stats um, or your uh, whatever those are called. Yeah, your clan stats, I think is what it's called. And when you <clears throat> when you bump those up, you're able to put more minis out on the board or you're able to get more points when you win a battle or be able to get more rage, which is how you're going to um, take your, you need take your actions. Yeah, yeah. I just, I really love this game so much. I, I love that drafting. I love the battles that happen in this game. The reveal of those cards when you're battling. The production is through the roof. The monsters are interesting in this game, but they're not overpowered. And sometimes they become more tempting because you have these big, beautiful painted miniatures that you want to get on your side as an intimidation factor, but they're not necessarily the route you want to go. And so, yeah. I, yep, so much I love about this game. I don't know if this one's ever going to get overthrown, although Tapestry would be the closest that I've got so far. So that is Blood Rage, an excellent game. Another Eric Lang game. I know. Two in my top 10. Man, Eric, you love Eric. Yep. That's cool. It was in my top 50 as well. Um, Maybe it should be higher than it is. It probably should. I had it 45. I just looked. It should probably be higher for me because I do... I do always. You got to play with me is the problem. Want to play? I think yeah, and I have. It's one of those games that every time I introduce it to like a set of friends that haven't played tons of games, but enough to, they just like, this is all they want to play. I feel like like they just want to play more Blood Rage. Yeah, yeah. I remember the first time I played, I felt the same way. I was like, oh my gosh, I was just blown away by how much fun I had in that game. Yeah, really. Just I recently just played that Cyclades Inish and Kemet Blood and Sand trilogy. Which I I really enjoy all of those. I I like this trilogy better, the Blood Rage, Rising Sun, and Ankh trilogy better. In fact, all three of those Ankh was maybe just outside of my top fifty. I can't remember. I don't think it quite made my list, but it was in like fifty to sixty range. That's how much go. I like that one too. Love this trilogy so much. Awesome. Well, that's your number one. My number one. I wrestled with Blood Rage is your number one. Um, yep. Uh, I wrestled with this. I, I almost wanted to dethrone it, maybe because I get bored with the same old, same old. Um, also, yeah, but I didn't. Rosenberg game, his greatest game of all time, IMO, A Feast for Odin. Uh, I know that this is multiple people's number one games. I hear that from a lot of folks, and I don't want to go with the crowd, but it's just so stinking good. Um there's so many worker placement spots, and I think if people see the board, they might feel overwhelmed. But the thing is, as Dean will attest in a second, I don't think it's that confusing, you know, because sometimes it just has a salmon there and stick it down there and grab it. Right? It's, it's not That's not complicated at all. But the way that the – my favorite thing, I think, is the way, like, the pillaging and the whaling and the hunting and all that works and how – uh, you can get a cool reward if you roll the dice right. But if you don't, it's like, okay, I got some good stuff and I can go and get something better next time. And so it adds these cool like thematic pieces to this like ultra Euro game. And then also the the polyomino puzzle just adds more satisfaction it, that I stunk at last time I played. I'm going to give the floor to Dean because Dean had played this game years ago. 
That's right. Mm-hmm. And then this week I said, hey, before I make this my number one, I didn't tell him. I, I don't know what I said, but would you be interested in playing this again? Because this is one of those ones, like Mansions of Madness, like he's been trying to get me to play or said something. And, I, and I've said, you got to play this again. And he said, yes, which I was surprised. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. I Well, I mean, I... I told you that I had been wanting to play this, but I think yeah. I thought you might be surprised that I said, yes, let's yeah. absolutely do it. Especially because there's some other things that we actually need to play yeah. to get reviewed. But I was not disappointed in this. And I think this is my favorite Rosenberg game at this point now. It, I, uh, I'd have to go back and think. I think it, before that, it was probably Fields of Arlen. I think that's right. I you really like Agricola a lot, though. I really like Agricola. I've been playing that lately a lot on on BGA. And in fact, I've considered re-picking that game back up. Although I think, do you have Agricola? I think so. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I, I think I, there's at one point that I might have I thought about selling it because I was playing a lot more this in Caverna, but. The funny thing is that when I was playing this, John was asking like me throughout the game, do you like Feast for Odin? And I said, yes, but I really think if you've played this game a lot, you're probably going to destroy somebody. And mm-hmm. I, I through, through the whole game, I felt that until I looked over at John's board and he's got like three spots covered up on his board. Yeah, and then I got whipped. It was not looking good. And so I won because John lost so many points on that board. Which I was, purposely lost so he would like it more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I did take a really long time on my turns compared to John. I mean, the game would have been half the amount of time, which it only took, I don't know, hour and a half, two hours, something like that to play. It took an hour and a half, and that included, uh, I don't know if it included the teach, but a little bit. It included us, him asking questions, like, hey, what about this and that? Yeah. I did not have to. You had to explain a few things. Yeah, I was, not a ton, but I was thinking, okay, this would probably have been about an hour 15, maybe, if he had was speeding it up a little bit, but I, I get why it was slow. I mean, there's like 60 worker placement spots or something, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a, there, so you're like, well, let me see what kind of pass to victory I have. Yeah. But it's a really great game. I want to try, I want to try the expansion for this one yeah, too, to see if that adds much to it. But even if it doesn't, I think this game is, it's just, it's just fine where it is. There's a lot of really good stuff. The thing I really enjoyed about it were those, what do you call those cards? The um, occupations, the occupation cards I thought were really good in this and that, that changes the game up quite a bit. Yeah. I think, I think it does. And, and see what I like about, it, I'm glad that you mentioned beating me because what I love about this game is I was, I thought, let's just explore a new strategy, right? Like Dean's never played. Like, let's just have fun. That's what I love about it. I lost pretty easily you beat me pretty handily and i was like that was so fun like i want to go try another strategy because there's so many things to do so and then it's so satisfying upgrading your goods you know and there's so many ways to do that or to go pillage and grab some stuff like there's so many ways to skin a cat in this game i think that's what's so fun about it and it's that a constant puzzle of of that and then that for me that exploration of man do i want to immigrate a lot do i want to you know get a bunch of cattle and sheep and use those as an engine to build something a lot do i want to go pillage you know all the time do i want to build a whaling uh you know engine or whatever and get some whaling ships out there and just really go at it and do i want to go and explore new lands yeah. Like we didn't really do much of that, you know, uh, and, and try to score points that way. There's so many paths to scoring points. It's just, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just really, really fun. And, you know, I don't know. I love this game. Yeah. 
Yeah, number yep. one, A Feast for Odin. That's a great pick. It would not have made my top 10, but it's possible this one would have made my top 50. There would have been a really good chance that it would have been up there. So, Do you own this? Feast for Odin? Yeah. No, no. Oh, this is a, like a perfect one for you, a huge old juicy box. Yeah, that's the bad thing about the Uva games. The good thing, you own all these, so I don't feel like I need to own any of them, and yeah. you're, you're the one I'm going to play. You or Jonathan are the ones I'll play this with anyway, yep. so... Anyway, that is a great pick for you. Let's wrap up the episode by you telling people how they can get in touch with us. All right. If you're enjoying our channel, if you if we ever put this on YouTube, uh, we'd love for you to subscribe to it. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, leave reviews. Send us um, mail at uh, meepletowngames at gmail.com. Or meepletownmail at gmail.com. Yeah. Either mm-hmm. one. Uh, send us that. Put us a note on uh, Board Game Geek Guild 3407. Join our guild. Send us a note out there. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at um, Meepletown Games. And that's it. I already said the, the BGG is a little, little, uh, little out of order this time. <laughs> that's right. Thanks for coming down to Meepletown. How do you feel now that this is over? Like, are you looking forward to playing some more newer games or were you really enjoying actually getting to go back and play some of the older stuff? Both. I'm ready to okay. move on now. I think there's a lot of new stuff that I want to do, some reviews and stuff that I, I'm, I've been itching to play. Yeah. So, yeah. It's talking okay. new hotness, I think. Yeah, I, I, I've i really been enjoying just playing the old stuff, man. Like, I'm... Uh, but there is something... Something that I'm excited about not playing so many games because I felt like oh, I gotta play this, gotta play this, gotta play that, you know, over the course of this whole thing. So now I'll be like breathing and going, okay, we're just gonna do one game or two games in a review. That's gonna be fun as well. So yeah, I, I can't wait to get Carnegie to the table. I'm ready to go. <laughs>